every story every story has an ending that fits the story and that's my biggest gripe is that if the ending doesn't fit the story it doesn't flow or it doesn't make sense then like that's where you have these like problems <laughs> Hello again and welcome back to the Hope You Hate It podcast. I'm Jack and this is Josh. Thanks for tuning in. We have a wonderful show for you this week. Uh, instead mm-hmm. of a movie review, we're going to dive into a specific topic that has been on my mind for the past six hours. Oh. <laughs> something that's burning intently in my in my brain. It's something I really need to talk about. Uh, but first and foremost, before we do that, um, we're going to talk about what's on and what is is coming out in theaters this week this week yeah, yeah. this week this week what's well, out already what's i also thought you were going to talk about our uh, our sponsor oh right yeah before i forget this episode is sponsored <laughs> by jury of wolves if you haven't uh, heard of it it's a clothing company a, a very awesome brand that i myself am invested heavily into um wearing the shirt wearing the hat you always see it on uh you can check us out juryofwolves.com um yeah, let's uh, let's let's. I'm go wearing the shorts, but you'll Can't just have them. to take my yeah, word for it. Yeah, for those of you listening, <laughs> you're just gonna have to take his word for it. Um, this past weekend, uh, brand new Jurassic World. I wanted to say Jurassic Park, but Jurassic World movie I came know. out. Very exciting. Um, Jurassic Park. Fun fact for those trivia fans: I'm so old that Jurassic Park was the first rated PG-13 movie I was allowed to see in theaters. The very first mm. one. And so here we are. Some you know. Mine was Godzilla. Was it? Yeah. The one with Matthew Broderick? <laughs> yep. Yeah, nice. I like that movie a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so some almost 30 years later, Jurassic World Dominion just released um, the third of the Chris Pratt trilogy. Since yeah. Everything's trilogies now. Looks very cool. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I will probably this coming week at some point. Um, that's pretty much it that came out in theaters this past weekend. Coming out uh, soon, uh, you have uh, Spiderhead, which I don't know if you have seen the trailer for yet. I have not. It's a Chris Hemsworth movie. I think Chris Hemsworth and maybe Miles Teller, the guy that's in Top Gun. Yeah. I think he's in that. Um, seems like a psychological thriller. Looks pretty interesting. That comes out on the 17th. I'll be checking out that trailer as soon as we're done with this and also i think a little later this month um you have the black phone uh ethan hawk mm-hmm. horror movie which if you haven't seen the trailer for that definitely check that out. it looks very 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 babadooky creepy you need to make me watch trailers before we do this because no, i'm I, apparently I, behind <laughs> i know i, I want to give you homework that's the whole point um so that's What's coming out? I think TV show wise, The Boys season three came out, you know, last week. So that's mm-hmm. something that I don't enjoy, but I know you do. I know you yes. like The Boys a lot. I love it. Love it. <laughs> you know, every it's time so I good. see like little clips from it, I just I I cringe. I just can't. I can't take the characters. Oh my know. god! I don't know. Something There's about so it. many good know. ones. That's that's a crazy. Don't get me started because <laughs> like the whole podcast will be on that. Like there's so many great things about the characters in that show uh, yeah i just you know it's uh, that's another one and we'll talk about tv shows later in this episode but the boys is very much like westworld for me mm-hmm. you love westworld and i cannot stand that show 
and I know I'm polarizing any of the yeah. audience that absolutely loves these kinds of shows and those shows particularly, but hey, regardless. Yeah. We're going to put out is. a poll after this on your, your favorite host of the show. <laughs> I, I think That's we fair. already know what's going to happen because. That's fair. Hey, I'm not I'm not here for a popularity contest. Um, so anyway, so that's what's out. That's what's playing. That's what we're interested in. I watched a couple things recently that I consider to be hidden gems that we'll talk about in another episode later this month. So for those of you looking for things to watch, that's the show to listen to because we'll talk about all the things that we have found that tickle our fancy, that you aren't being recommended. And that's, I think, ultimately some of the best recommendations come from ones like hey i've watched this movie it's really good uh, you probably yeah. never heard of it or whatever yeah so just always listening to the the algorithm yeah. and stuff like that you're gonna miss so many good things so many um with that being said so the thing that's been burning on my mind for the past six hours and Hit particularly it. it came about from a movie that i watched today while i was editing photos and working on mm-hmm. some video content the ending of the movie okay Okay. so obviously for film lovers movie fanatics you know that most movies are built into three acts right you have the Mm -hmm. beginning you have the middle and then you have the third act or the conclusion and this trend has crept up in the past i don't know probably five ten years where the shocking ending is it has now become expected. Yeah. So filmmakers have two choices. They have, do we go with what's expected and throw in a twist? Or do we just let it end with a million questions in the air? Mm-hmm. Right. And not really have a resolution. I have found, and I'm and obviously because this has been pressed into my brain over the past six hours, and I've been just thinking about it. I'm sure that I'm biased Okay. And I'm only thinking of the ones that like either leave questions or just end terribly because they just have to throw in a twist for cliche twist sake, right? And it just doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. It just is what it is. Um, but I want to talk about why do you think that is? Do you why do you think in a in a story that's being portrayed over typically three acts and, and it builds and character development and then it comes into the conclusion? Why do you think? there is this need for like, it's like an anti-resolution, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, instead of wrapping up all the questions that the movie has made you think of and all the characters are resolved, you have an ending that's like, now I have more questions or, Oh, okay. Why did they, why did they have to do that? Okay. So what I think is there are some things that, when they're making them like the idea behind everything is fantastic looking back at something like lost Mm -hmm. lost was incredible like going through it all the mystery and all this kind of stuff and then they're trying to figure out how to end it and it's like you've almost created this giant spider web of ways that it could end where like maybe i would be happy if it ends one way but you'd be happy if it ends another way Mm -hmm. and our other friend would be happy if it ends another way and but if it ends your way i'm not happy and so like they either choose to go down one path and maybe alienate half their audience because half the audience didn't want it to end that way or they go 
ooh, let's be a little bit edgy and let's end it this way and just leave a lot up to someone's imagination. So yeah. everyone can just imagine, oh, it's going to end the way that I think it's gonna, going mm -hmm. to. Like a after the, the credits crawl, you know, the hero is going to do this and that, and then everything's going to work out great. And, but, you know, we never, we never, I guess, find out exactly what's going to happen. So maybe I can't, be upset that my ending didn't happen and I can just pretend like it did. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think that they kind of just spin all these webs that they don't know how to end it correctly um, mm -hmm. would be my only thought for why they like leave it. Or like I said, maybe they're trying to be edgy and try something new. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my, my argument, and I don't disagree with you, but my argument with that is for TV shows, a lot of times I think that TV shows are written like with a really good pilot and like this is the direction mm -hmm. that we're going to go and you have a really good season. Like if you're mentioning Lost, like I remember, so season one of Lost is still f like one of the best seasons of any TV show of all time. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. And then like even season two, like okay, season two is pretty good and season three like had its moments, but like past season three, it was so all over the place that it was so very yeah. obvious that they'd never expected to get that far like yes. in the show and so then you're at a point where like i'm writing the show as i'm going like i'm writing it ahead of time oh we're we're, mm -hmm. we're greenlit for another season oh okay let's write a season right where yeah. where movies don't they don't really you don't have that excuse i guess is my point so you have yeah. a you have a movie that is it has a script it has a story and yeah things change within it as you're like recording it and as things don't work scenes don't work whatever it is and you're like okay well maybe we need to like do this differently but in general the story with a resolution with a conclusion is pre-written the script is approved it's this is okay we're buying this movie we're producing this movie for this this is what yeah. we expect right so the conclusion or the resolution of a movie or the lack thereof is usually predetermined whereas a tv show a lot of times it's not um, and there's plenty yeah, of examples I... like that like game of thrones right like game of thrones mm -hmm. after season four or so the writers were going off of their own agenda. They no longer yeah. had the books to go off of. So now they're just making things up as they go. Then they, you throw in outside factors of other contracts and different projects that they want to go work on. And it's like, okay, yeah. now all of a sudden the end of the show is not the way that it started out to be. Right. So, yeah, but movies, I'm one of the first movies that I can think of. I, and it's, I say one of the first, I obviously, I, I mean, I've seen millions of movies, maybe not millions that's a lot but i'm sure it's a lot i'm sure i'm we'll sure count. it's yeah i'm sure there's we'll get you an exact number next episode the multitude of movies that i've watched uh one of them obviously the very famous and distinct twist or up in the air endings is inception right i know i mentioned it last mm -hmm. episode it was one of my favorite movies it really just made you think and question a lot of things like after it you have a lot of pondering to do but the the ending is very it was very polarizing, right? Because you had half yeah. people that were watching the little, the little top spin, right? And you're mm -hmm. like, okay, so it's not falling. It's not falling. He's he's still dreaming. He never made it out. Yeah. But then there's that little, just a little of the wiggle, and it just it, just a second that gives you the, it's gonna fall, and he's yeah. back. He made it back to his kids, and it's that's what it is, right? So that anti-resolution. Even though it doesn't clear up the question, at least, at the very, very least, it was a, I'm going to have an opinion on this. 
Yeah. Like, you were able to have a, like, I'm going to have a definite opinion. Yo, that was just a wiggle because, like, you know, things that are spinning, they have that little, like, wobble. It doesn't mean they're going to fall. Or you're like, no, that wobble was there purposefully so that you know he made <laughs> it out, right? Like, and you have the, the awfulness. Yeah. They're like, yeah, he made it. What I don't like is movies that end purposefully in the middle of something without that even like hitch of a resolution to like hey let's have a conversation about this right so one of the another example um eight my biggest gripe with the the production company a24 they do things specifically for the cliche sake so like Yes. Yeah. Instead of writing this, the script and being like, hey, this is going to be off the wall and it's going to be weird and it's going to be this and that, they're like, okay, so you're expecting weird, but this is going to be weird that doesn't fit the story. It's just going to be weird for weird's sake. And yeah. the, the movie, It Comes at Night, <laughs> that movie, it ended mid scene mm-hmm. with no resolution, no like final like fade out, no final like. Oh, that's the scene. It just ended mid-scene credit roll. Literally was in the theater to see that because it looked like a very scary movie. First of all, the previews painted it to be like a creature film. Mm-hmm. No, no creatures, no monsters, nothing nothing scary. It was just uh, like a pandemic dystopian whatever that's supposed to like talk to you about like fear and yeah. human whatever. And it just ends mid-scene and everybody in the theater, like there was an audible what? Like, <laughs> and you know yeah. that whenever that happens, and the entire audience that's sitting in the theater all has that same collective, what? That's, As a director, that would not be the reaction I would. No, no, absolutely not. There is no. Not way. saying I want people to do the stand up and no, clapping at the no, end. I don't of the want movie that either. Play. No, you don't have to do that. But if they're just like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's and, my uh, problem with it, right? Like the, you're you only do that. Just to say that, like, oh, well, I'm going to be the indie director that does that, and you yeah, know, you didn't see that coming. It's like that doesn't make it good. That doesn't. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. Like what you did for the sake of doing it doesn't make it good, right? That doesn't yeah. set you apart. Same thing. I mean, I can literally have an entire podcast about A24 and how much I hate <laughs> their movie. Like, I hate almost every single one of their movies. Yeah. Um. But it's that anti-resolution that seems mm-hmm. to be like almost like a trope or like a cliche like it can't just have i'm not even saying it has to have a happy ending but a definitive mm-hmm. ending right yeah you, you have the definitive ending or you have this like anti i have a million questions more than when i started the movie i feel let down like you feel like yeah you have that like post story depression of like wait i just talked i just watched this and i was ready to like celebrate the ending and the conclusion and this character and da, 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 and they just left me with more questions they're never going to make another one there's no sequel yeah. it's just a standalone yeah that's that kind of stuff is is frustrating because like i said i mean i i can see we're on an occasion leaving so like you said the end of exception where it's like yeah, you could have a complete discussion on sure. Was it real? Was it not real based on the end? So, therefore there was never a true resolution to it, but it's done in a 
it answers enough questions, you know, enough questions that you can kind of fill in the blank. And then the mystery of what it leaves open is actually a fun mystery. Yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. fun to not have questions answered. I like being able to use my own imagination with things. When I watch movies, man, I get sucked in like hook, line and sinker that like, I fall for everything that happens in movies. When twists come, like I never see them coming. Like all that, like it just hits me out of nowhere. Like I, I don't know why I just, I dive straight in and I'm just completely ignoring everything else. And my mind's just running wild and having fun with it. That yeah, I, I like some mystery and not exactly knowing what's going on. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I, but I, I don't know if just you saw one movie recently like that, or if you feel like there's been a lot recently that have kind of done this, I feel like more I've seen the, um, since, you know, Game of Thrones and stuff like that, everyone's like, oh, we're killing the main character. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That like, that's the biggest thing with people now and in, in movies. Oh, 100% game. Of, that one. Game, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Um, the Game of Thrones, it, like, it, uh, what did it, I don't know. It's like the Game of Thrones effect. After that happened and that yeah. became such a popular show, it popped up everywhere in movies where you're just like, oh, I really, this ha this movie has this character in it. It's like a big time actor. And five minutes yeah. into the movie, they're dead. Or halfway through the movie, they just get killed. And you're like, wait a minute, I thought they were the main character. Like, yeah. it became this, pl this place where, like, nobody was safe. And you're just like, okay, that's fine. But does it actually make sense in the story? Like, that's my biggest gripe. And that's the actually the other mm -hmm. side of the, the endings, right? So, like, the one ending you have is the anti-ending, right? Where it's mm -hmm. just like, we'll just leave a million questions for the sake of it because it's cool and edgy to do so. And then the other side of that is the twist ending mm -hmm. when the twist doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. Like, what's a really good twist ending? Um, the sixth, the sixth sense, or I mean, any of M Night Shyamalan, or the like, village, the well, village, mean, or he, he has he signs, has like some you know, whack. He has some wacky movies, right? But twist wise, right? Mm -hmm. In um, the village, and in what's the other one I just said? Uh, we said sixth sense and signs. Sixth sense, yeah, yeah. So the whenever the sixth sense came out, I don't know if you remember. Remember that, but like when I was too young to like see that in theaters. But like when it came out, people were, I, I remember people talking about it, being like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. Like he, like he was dead the whole time. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the fact that he Spoiler was. Spoiler alert! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> years later, sorry, <laughs> I haven't seen that. But same thing with the village, right? Like the village yeah. the whole time. You're like, "Oh my god!" Like there's these crazy creatures, blah blah blah. And then you find out it's the people, and they live like in the middle of modern society, and you're like, "What?" Yeah, that and movie so, got way too much hate. It was oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I love that movie. I think I, they marketed it all wrong, and that's what threw people off. I think that one was a great twist. I think that the twist was fantastic. I I even said back then that I was like, I liked it so much for the suspense that it would have been awesome if it was a monster movie, like if it yeah. actually was like, these creatures, crazy creatures that like kept mm -hmm. them in this like this old school village. Like that would have been awesome. However. The twist, my point is, is that the twist you didn't see coming, and it mm -hmm. made sense for the story. It was just like, oh, damn, like, that's crazy. Like, you didn't yeah. see that. When, for instance, like, I don't know, I just want to say you use Scream as an example. Like, I mentioned Scream last episode. The new one for a slasher mm -hmm. movie is pretty good. But 
those movies the entire time you know that one of the main characters is the killer pretending to be like a friend or a relative and they have yeah. some twisted backstory where like they're out for revenge because the main character's mom was like bullied the other person's mom and it's like you know from the beginning one of these people is the killer it's not a real twist Mm -hmm. it's like this is just the trope of the movie and this is the way it's gonna go right yeah if the twist doesn't actually make sense and at the end you're like wait what why did there's no reason for xyz to happen you just did it because you wanted to have a twist ending oh i didn't see that coming oh it's 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 surprising like again going back to the a24 thing just because it's wild and crazy or different doesn't mean it's good that doesn't just automatically be like well boom done it's blockbuster because we have a crazy twist ending that you're never gonna see yeah i don't know no i i agree with you on that like i i mean like i said i generally fall for twist any any kind from from all different things but that's not necessarily saying that i i like them all um it, it is fun to take wild rides and, you know, be looking this way and something happens that way. But, yeah, I mean, if your twist is too easy to stumble across and go like, yeah, I saw this from a mile away. That one creepy dude at the beginning, like, yeah, he was acting normal, but we could tell that he was creepy the whole time. Yeah. Like this, this wasn't too surprising or the worst one is when they try to make it like a twist. And then the bad guy is like a character you haven't seen the entire movie. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Wait, I was, I was, like to me, that's, that's not fun. I like having lots of characters and kind of piecing them out and going, okay, this guy seems sketchy and mm-hmm. that guy seems sketchy. And then doing like, well, this guy, he seems sketchy, but, I think they want me to think that he's sketchy sure. and it's this guy that's a little bit too goody two shoes over on this side. And, you know, like playing that little game with it is, <laughs> is fun. And so like when they throw in and go like, and here's the bad guy and you're like, where has he been the whole time? And you're like, Oh, he just showed up <laughs> right now in the movie. Yeah. Like that's, uh, that kind of stuff is, is frustrating. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting though, because so one of the movies I mentioned last time i think i'm no 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 it's a hidden hidden gem i will save that i have one that's a hidden gem that has a twist mm. and we'll, we'll talk about that yummy next time i don't want to i don't want to spoil it um but yeah i mean it's it's very interesting when i think to do a twist ending i think and this is the most important part to do a good twist ending mm-hmm. it has to be but again, it's just like the other. It has to make sense. It has to be believable, right? So mm-hmm. like, um, the it's not a great movie, but it's entertaining. The horror movie You're Next. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Nope. Okay, I haven't seen that one yet. So spoiler spoiler alert. It's not really a hidden gem. It's been out for a long time. So <laughs> You're Next was less. It was advertised as a you know slasher film, whatever. Yeah. Families, you know, alone, remote, remote, like cabin family's very wealthy whatever and they have all the siblings there for a holiday and all the siblings significant others etc and they start being terrorized by these people outside wearing um animal masks like mm-hmm. one has a bunny mask one has a wolf mask one has a sheep mask okay it was marketed very like again sounds familiar but yeah i, yeah. I mean I'm, I'm sure if you like saw the 
marketing materials for you. You'd be like, oh yeah, I remember when that came out. Mm-hmm. But um, so anyways, it's like it, the first half of the movie, you're like, dang, like this is cra- this is crazy, super creepy. Like uh, they're at dinner and like the whole, the action gets kicked off by like one of the significant others getting like crossbowed through the window. Like a crossbow comes through the window, just pegs him in the head and just takes him <laughs> out, right? And then all of a yeah. sudden, like all hell breaks loose. But t- the twist is two of the brothers like there's like five siblings i guess or mm-hmm. um yeah kids two of the brothers were like in cahoots to kill off the parents and their other siblings to get like their inheritance and then split it and so they had mm-hmm. hired these goons and then they were like working with them or whatever so like you like it's not something that you're just like oh yeah it's 100 percent definitely the kids trying to kill their you know what i mean yeah. like you don't see it coming and mm-hmm. so the whenever it actually is revealed towards the end and the one of the significant others is like fighting back and doing the whole thing and she ends up like I don't remember if she it doesn't matter if she lives or whatever I can't remember but anyways um the point is is like it's a twist that makes it ends up making sense for the story and you mm-hmm. don't see it coming so it works yeah if the whole time the one of the siblings is like under the table texting and like acting shady and you're just like yeah. okay this person is like super why is that one person super sketchy the whole time yeah and like maybe after you watch it the first time you like watch it back you can pick up on little things and you're like oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah he is showing a little bit of signs of maybe he's involved but the first watch through you're just like oh, damn like it's crazy there's people outside yeah like, who, who are these people and they make it not obvious I, I think that's where it separates the okay that's a twist that deserves to be in the end otherwise just do the movie don't have a twist make it super obvious because a lot of times think about it, and I know that like a lot of twists come in horror movies most mm-hmm. of the time I mean in action movies like spy movies a lot of times it's like oh that person was a secret agent they were working for yeah. that enemy the whole time like blah 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 but when you when I think of twists or like surprise endings a lot of times it's horror horror yeah. has, tends to have a lot of those right Mm-hmm. But when I think of the scariest horror movies, it's when the the evil or the villain is known from the get go. Like yeah. you know who it is. They're relentless in pursuing. They are they are incredibly scary, powerful, demonic, whatever it is, right? And mm-hmm. they're and from the get go, like you know what they are, what they can do, or maybe you don't really know their extent of their power, but like it's mm-hmm. an ever like pressing force that you're just like, Oh my gosh, like how are they going to survive? Yeah. I mean, I do like with those kind of things to be able to have like, uh, I guess it would be like that little bit of a twist where you kind of figure out more the origin of like, let's say it's a creature or something like that and find that either someone did something to unlock it or the reason it's going after them is because of this thing. Like finding out those little things is, is great because it's a little twist that it's not one that just completely destroys or changes the whole storyline, but kind of makes you go, Ooh, that was cool. Like having little things like that can be great. Yeah. But you get to face it head on and it doesn't come out of nowhere. So it doesn't feel pushed or rushed or forced right like for instance whether or not you know in the light of modern cinematography and like cheesiness jaws is one of the best horror movies of all time right Mm -hmm. and it's i mean looking back on it you're like oh well how how could that have been scary at the time 
It made millions and millions of people terrified to go in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then think about it. You walk in the water and you're constantly like, uh, looking around from that movie. Yeah. Like, and it was a giant so animatronic weird. shark that they had in yeah. like swimming pools and tanks and like filming yeah. it. But it was a, a, a presence that you knew going into. I mean, obviously the movie's name was Jaws, but, <laughs> but yeah. you knew the whole time, okay, it's this one, it's a singular shark that's just like, it's just bent on killing. Yeah, right. And it was scary and it was horrifying, mm-hmm. and you just knew that like it was just presence that was just an, a force that just kept coming after them, kept coming after them, for four movies long. Yeah, <laughs> it and its siblings and its daughter and its kids just kept coming after the the family. Um, but that's my point, though, is that it it feels more believable when mm-hmm. it's something that is set out it's built up properly and then it is well executed instead of just being like hmm we have this slasher movie and this person's been killing um eeny meeny miny it's you because because you're mad that your roommate didn't do the dishes like legitimate reason yeah like i i feel you i don't know but so if if we're talking about endings though, I think I think we need to go back to this main character dying thing hmm. and kind of, I mean cuz it's it seems to be happening so often, you know, in, in things like is this the way that most movies are going to go now? Is it reasonable to kill off the main characters all the time? Like does does that need to be done? Like do you prefer to see that kind of thing happened do you like the main hero getting out of it like what what are your thoughts on that again i i i want it i would i just want it to make sense right if it's the main character and the main character is killed off for the sake of the story so that a secondary character can become the main character become the main protagonist then okay then it makes sense right Mm-hmm. But whenever it just, it, whenever it doesn't seem to make sense for the story, like why did you make this person a main character in the first place? Yeah. Just to then have us switch gears. Like, it feels more like, okay, we're going to force it so that we can have a cliche, our main character gets killed and the rest of the cast has to figure out a way to pick up the slack. Like, yeah. Okay. Then that person was never the main character. And so it just feels propagated to the point of well you just made us think that they were the main character but they're not really because yeah. this other person has to now do the heroic act or carry the story whatever it is right mm-hmm. and so most of the time depending on what kind of movie it is like I want to watch it for the entertainment value of yeah, a f- not a f- necessarily a feel good but like when you're watching Iron Man, right? You're watching mm. Iron Man because you want to see him flying around, making sarcastic comments, beating bad guys, doing cool tech stuff, right? If, yeah. If you're just like Iron Man and you go to the, see the Iron Man movie and five minutes in, they're like, by the way, Iron Man gets crushed by, you know, evil yeah. evil Thor and Pepper Potts is now going to be Iron Man for the rest of the movie. You're going to be like, what? Yeah. That's not what this movie is supposed to be. That's not what we signed up for. It's not a... It's not a, a iron woman movie yeah right yeah i mean like i i feel like that the killing off of a main character should be used uh 
a whole lot less than what it is mm -hmm. and only done when it's done like i think the best example at least that i could think of currently is the departed mm. the departed you're following i mean leonardo dicaprio's character is having to go undercover in the mob mm -hmm. so every scene that he's in you're terrified like you're just on the edge of your seat you're sweating because you're like oh god they're gonna find out that mm -hmm. he's an undercover agent because the whole movie's about them trying to find the undercover agent and he's just barely skirting by so you're on edge the whole time and then the elevator scene happens boom he's mm -hmm. gone my head was spinning when that happened yeah you're like what okay it was crazy yeah but Scorsese made it work. Yeah. Like it the rest of the movie ended in a kind of way that it was like you were okay with it. I mean, it hit like a Mack truck. But it it worked well and I could live with the fact that they were dying. Well, he, but he resolved it well though, right? Because he also killed yeah. Matt Damon's character. Exactly. And I don't exactly. think I don't think it would have been as well received if the good character died and the bad and the bad guy gets away right. exactly yeah I so think... i mean it, it has to be done well so like i guess so one of the movies that i saw recently and we'll go ahead and say spoiler alert on this one <laughs> uh -oh. was was with amb ambulance oh sure so like in that you could tell i mean jake gyllenhaal's character you could already tell. I mean, he was kind of the bad guy. He was kind of running things. And the mm -hmm. other guy was like pure of heart. And he was just doing this, you know, to help his family and stuff. Yeah. And so you could definitely argue that Jake Gyllenhaal's character wasn't a main character, even no, though he was. He was a main character. He's was... a main character. Yeah. But he was the main bad guy, I guess, in the same car with the main good guy. You could yeah. maybe, I don't know. Is it like the lines were very skewed. And so. You could tell the whole time where the movie was going. Sure. That it was like, there's no way they're getting out of this. Right. They have to get caught. So in the event that they get caught, what's going to happen? Right. Gunfire. They both get shot. Um, like, I wasn't sure if if the, um, whoever the other guy was with Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm -hmm. I do not remember his name. I feel bad. Because he actually was pretty good in the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, they both get shot. Jalen Hall's character That's dies. That's the guy from the new Candyman movie. I can't remember his name. Okay. Um, but, you know, and then the other guy, it made it look like he was going to die, and they were able to to save him. And it was just like, to me, it was just, it was like, I, I sometimes think the best ending would be to kind of have something fun for the bad guys. To have Jake Gyllenhaal, like, Somehow the other escaped. guy gets shot and he somehow escapes and he's got millions of bucks and he's partied it out on an island. Like, I feel like if you're going to kind of have a, if you want to kind of have a fun, weird twist ending, like try thinking outside the box, do something new. People for years didn't have the main character die because they thought that we didn't want to see it. And then yeah. when Game of Thrones did it, they were like, oh, people actually are okay with this? Let's all do it. Yeah. And it's like, and so like now it's like the bad guy can never win. They can never get away at the end with all the money. It's like, yeah, it, it could have been done in a way where Gyllenhaal escapes and he goes off somewhere with his tons of money and he ends up getting some money to the other guy and they don't <laughs> go, like there, there could have been different ways sure. to go about it, but they were just like, no, he's bad and we're going to, 
kill him off at the end and it's gonna be like a main character is dying kind yeah, of thing. I mean, it was just it was felt so weak. So again, that's one of those things where like the whole thing is it feels very pigeonholed because yes. the whole time they're in the ambulance, they're being chased, they know who they are, they know them by name. Like, yeah. They know exactly both of the people, like they know their rap sheets, their history, like their fathers, like they know everything about them, right? So you're like, okay, there's no way yeah, even that, the FBI guy or whatever was like, oh, yeah, I was in classmates with this guy. Like, yeah. they knew them very well. Yeah, so you knew that, the, like, the good guy, quote-unquote, was never going to get the money back to his... Like, as soon as they were busted and caught and, like, being chased, you're like, all right. So they're never getting the money to his wife in the way that he wants. Like, he's not just going to go home at the end of this and be like, all right, everything's good. So you yeah. knew that it was very pigeonholed towards Jake Gyllenhaal's character at least dying. Mm-hmm. If not both of them passing away, right? And I almost feel like at least with that, there is no twist. So like you know that that's what's coming. Yeah, and that's like you're just like all right, it's the eventuality of it. But yeah. to to kind of counter what you're saying about the bad guys not winning, I think that because it's almost like a, a domino effect because the trend of main characters mm-hmm. dying in movies bad guys quote-unquote do win or have a resolution more often now in things i just watched a movie and again i'm not going to spoil it Mm -hmm. because it's it is one of the hidden gems that i'll talk about later but that movie actually every one of the main characters dies and Mm -hmm. so by the end of the movie you're just like it's a little unsettling because yeah the bad guy not only does every main character die the bad guy doesn't get caught Mm -hmm. gets away with what he does and then the movie ends with him doing it again like you see Mm -hmm. it like do the thing again so it's like a again that's not really a it's a twist in in the fact that like you do expect the bad guy to lose and oh yeah that sounds Sounds good. I mean, sounds out of the the ordinary right. for sure. So, I, but again, in that in that case, like it actually, it was a twist because like you you expect something else, but it made sense. It didn't like mm-hmm. it didn't not make sense for the story, because yeah. just the way that it all played out, you're like, yeah, there's no way that these people should should live. Like, yeah, somebody just randomly gains taekwondo and like martial arts skills and like can beat this bad guy and and live like no these are yeah normal i mean people. plot armor can be used in certain movies like if, if you got an arnold schwarzenegger movie commando or something like that give that dude plot armor and just have him mow down giant armies of people yeah. i am perfectly okay with sure. that but if it's you know a Joe different Schmo. kind of, yeah it's like why does he need plot armor like what what are you doing with this person like make make them actually capable of surviving or if they make bad decisions then yeah kill them off <laughs> like, yeah. but, you know make like i said make it make it make sense but it's i don't know i i don't want to go too hard on the make it make sense thing because <laughs> i don't want i don't like it when, when they dumb it down for people yeah you don't want it like, to be so predictable that it's like this is so boring i know exactly what's going to happen every, every yeah. two seconds sure like i love when a movie when i watch a movie a second time and i pick up on things i didn't see the first time and if i would have noticed those things the first time i could have actually pieced together the puzzle to figure out the ending mm-hmm. 
But when you have a movie that it's like someone sits something down on the table and then it zooms in on that item, <laughs> like it'd be so much cooler to not zoom in on that item and then the other guy picks it up and moves on and it's a, a key to something that he uses later. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, that dude gave him the key. Like, that was crazy. If we would have yeah. been paying attention, we would have seen that earlier. Sure, but, sure. like, there's too many times they zoom in on that key. Like, and oh. then when he's using it later, it's like, yeah, we know where you got it from. So it's, it's not as it's not yeah. as fun. I like rewatch. I like when I watch a movie four or five times and I'm still finding new things. Yeah, that is something I I, I love that attention to detail. So it's not that I need them to dumb it down for me. It just there there's certain i guess rules in the universe <laughs> like stay within these kind of guidelines and and i don't know i don't know maybe i'm just picky with certain things see i i, I agree with you i just i think it's not just like make it make sense for me i think it's more of a again i don't know that it's like make it make sense it's it, i just don't like when when they when a writer or a producer or director or whatever does like makes a decision for the story or the direction the acting direction and decides on a plot line for the sake of itself like, yeah I'll give you an example and this is actually what made me want to talk about this topic so nice hit uh, me with it all right so and this is spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen the Netflix show uh, elves that came out last year it was 2021 it's i think it's originally in dutch maybe mm -hmm. something like that i'm not i'm not 100% sure um it's not but english you, but you can watch it with english you, you can watch it with english audio yeah um don't do that so do it's subtitles a, so it's a uh it's not really a holiday it takes place over christmas this family goes to um a remote island and there's like a fenced off area on the island that has like electric fence and then the like native people that live there are like super standoffish and weird and don't go near mm -hmm. the island take the other road and blah 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 anyways long story short there's these elf creatures right and they're not mm -hmm. traditional like santa elves they're like these underground demon creatures that like mm -hmm. They look. I'm trying to think what they look like. They look like, <laughs> they look like evolved Pokemon. Like it's like she, the one girl like finds a little baby one and it's like pretty cute. Mm -hmm. But then like the the bit, like fully grown ones have like these crazy arms and fangs and yeah like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's whatever. But anyways, so the whole thing is like the girl finds a baby, rescues it, and then like just finds a baby. Well, like it had. It or is got, this not important? We don't have to go it, into it. No, nah, it, it, it had gotten out of the it had gotten out of the preserve or whatever somehow, and like she. So like, the baby ran away. Like how big of a baby? We talk? I don't it's know. A baby why elf. I'm stuck on this. One of the, the baby, baby elf. Yeah, okay. one of the baby elves, and it's and like, it's like it's a little creepy. I mean, like, are you talking toddler? Are you talking yeah. like I'm? I'm it's, picturing like a baby. Yeah, baby. Like a, then, it's like, like toddler size. Okay. Yeah, like a toddler size. This is a small like, child. It's not a baby. It's but it's a baby, anyways. Regardless. Um... So the girl, the one girl, the daughter is like taking care of it, and trying to nurse it back to health. And and long story short, like the the visiting people end up arguing with the townspeople, and the girl, the daughter goes missing, and she ends up inside the pen. And you know, townspeople are like keeping these elves back by like sacrificing cows to the, to them every couple weeks. They like only mm -hmm. eat meat. 
Anyways, it was the ending that pissed me off because it was actually it was entertaining. It was well shot. Um, it was a little on the nose, like you just you knew things that were going to happen before they would happen. But anyways, yeah, they managed to like get the baby back in with them and the main characters escape and blah 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 blah. They get the electric fence back up and they're traveling back to the mainland, right? And the little girl is so brokenhearted, right? She's brokenhearted. She's like, uh, you know, I abandoned the, I abandoned that baby. Like I told him that I would always take care of him and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's okay. And then they're sailing off into the sunset. And the last scene in the, of the sh- of the miniseries is a sh- they like pan underneath the car because they're sitting on one of those like b- car barges, right? Yeah. And yeah. underneath the car, the baby thing just like pops down from underneath. It's hanging onto the car. And I'm like, yeah. dude, really? Okay, so we couldn't just leave it. Like, why? So now this yeah. baby elf creature thing is not only on its own, which that was the whole point of the whole debacle in the first place, that it couldn't take care of itself and she had to return it to the bigger ones because the bigger ones were mad and they were trying to get out. And like they just wanted the kid back and they wanted to eat all the island people. But now it's it somehow... And, it, and like the way that it happened, like it didn't make sense that it somehow ended outside of the electric fence again and like yeah. attached to their car and they never noticed and then like they had, they left and it was like... I'm like... Why? Yeah. Like you, that last shot of the of the miniseries ruined it for me. Like it ruined the whole thing because I'm like, okay, that was a, like it was a pretty interesting. Like it's not done before, you know. Whatever. Yeah. It was an interesting show, inter- interesting movie. And then they just have to throw in a one final like, ha It's it's still there. Yeah. Like and the girl's gonna find it, and who knows what's gonna happen. They're not going to make another one because it'd be pointless to make another. There's no content there to make like a second part to it. Yeah, but like the it had a maybe not happy resolution, but like the whole family didn't die. None of the like the, there was a girl and a brother and a mom and a dad. None of them died. Mm-hmm. The girl was sad that she had to like leave the baby behind, but like they had almost gotten all eaten. So like yeah. be happy with being alive and just like leave yeah. the place. Like you're you're on vacation. You don't even live there. So they're just yeah. leaving, and she's like, ah, oh, I'm just so sad I had to abandon him. And then it's like, ah, just kidding. It's still here. <laughs> he's there. Yeah. Gosh. I know. It, it's, sometimes it's almost like a cut to 22, though, because it's like, if it is just a perfectly happy ending, it's almost like in the, the time that they've been making movies, we've been force-fed perfectly happy endings so many times that I mean, I think you could have people have a perfectly happy ending, and they're like, well, "This is bullshit." Like, you know? yeah. But with that being said, though, it's like that ending. If you okay, so say you're those writers, you're like, "All right, this is a horror show. Like, people got eaten. Mm-hmm. It was dramatic. It was suspenseful, and so we don't want to end on like this sailing off into the sunset." Okay, mm-hmm. fine. So why not cut back to the fence and show like one of the adults like pushing open like part of the electric fence or like a part that's like broken or like doesn't have power you know mm-hmm. like if that's the way you want to leave it to like say oh well something else is going to happen make it mm-hmm. as creepy as the rest of the show make it as dark and be like oh well those the island people are they're they're done they're toast because those yeah. things are going to get out and kill everybody or it'd be it'd be kind of cool to show that the baby one learn something from the humans because of being with it so long that they're out there driving them cars extra, 
We'll just gave them extra information to be able to expand it and, you know, that kind of thing. Like that, that's more the kind of along the lines of what I would find more interesting with it. But who am I? Who I don't, are, I don't who are you? write direct movies. Yeah. Anyways, that was what, that, that was what sparked this entire debate because it was mm-hmm. like, dude, what? Why? Yeah. Just that last shot, that last final moment of the series. I'm like, no. It's, I don't know who in the directing and then post-production was like, that's it. That's the way we're Mm -hmm. ending this show. Like, come on. And I, well, I don't know. So what's, what's my opinion, right? Yeah. Well, so going through, we've talked about different types of, of movie endings and stuff like that. Mr. Director Jack. What what would be, how would you end the movie? Would you like, mm. would you like to leave it kind of open ended? So hopefully someone comes along later and does a a sequel. Would you like to have a perfect tied up resolution that it's one movie start to finish, bang bang like it's done. You know, like like a movie like A Few Good Men. Like yes, that's a that's real life. It it could continue on because there's not like. Those people still kept living. Things kept happening. Yeah. But you don't need a movie because this was the interesting part of that part. Yeah, yeah. That was the interesting part, you know, or like, so what would you do? So I think that the the easy and right answer is, is that every story, every story has an ending that fits the story. And that's my biggest gripe is that if the ending doesn't fit the story, it doesn't flow or it doesn't make sense, then like that's where you have these like problems. I'm all for discussion, obviously. Like we have a movie podcast. We want to talk about movies. I am more prone to writing stories that have question endings. Like it leaves you at the end and being like, "Wow, I want to like what, what what's what what's gonna happen? What like you whatever right? Like yeah. you want to talk about, but it's the it's more of the inception ending of like there is something definitive at the end that mm-hmm. you can talk about or that you can assume right that you can make an assumption based on that final scene of like dang, even if it's bad like mm-hmm. it's an impending doom like you know that like boom at the end of um I know that they they cut to the 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 clip of Princess Leia getting the um the plans to the uh, Death Star at the end of Rogue One. But the Mm -hmm. end of Rogue One, like, whenever the planet goes to explode and both of them are there and you know that they're going to die, like, that, like, boom, there's the conclusion. Like, you can just be like, you see it coming and they're just going to get, they're both going to get killed, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to see something firsthand to know that it's going to happen and for it to not, like, for it to be a bad or... Uh, an ending that needs a different resolution so I think that that's the answer it has to just make sense if I'm making a western you don't need a twist you don't need a, a an open ended ending like it can be a this is the story this is a story mm-hmm. about a about a man who defended a a widow and her kids on a on a ranch from cowboys that are, were trying to take her land and, and kill yeah. her right and it can be just a an action story about this guy doing the right thing and he maybe he lives maybe he dies at the end and but she she gets to save her ranch and her kids fine right like or whatever however you want to do it but that story doesn't need a 
did she live? Did she die? Because it's like, then what was yeah. the point of the story? Like, why did we tell the story then mm-hmm. if we don't know if she lived or died or if she did get to keep her ranch or not? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So that doesn't, that makes sense to have a definite conclusion. This is how it ends, right? Yeah. But in a mystery thriller or a horror movie or something that where this whole story is just kind of like up in the air and you're not really sure, yeah, leave it on a cliffhanger of, wow. Killer's was, still out there. Yeah. You know? right, right. right. Like, they may escape. You thought you had them, but they're going to yeah, escape or exactly. whatever. Or, or I, and I think that sometimes it's done too many times with, like, when there's a definitive killer like M- Michael Myers, right? Like the Halloween movies. It's a very definitive, you know who the bad guy is. You know he's coming at you the whole time. But mm-hmm. every single time, there's something that brings him back. Yeah. Right? And so it's like you know it's coming. You expect it. There it is. He's still alive at the end. Big whoop. It would be more surprising if they just like cut his head off and you're like, whoa, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> they cut his head off and they ground him up in a, in a <laughs> like in a ground. Wouldn't matter. He'd be back the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, to, to answer your question, I think that it it's not so much like I would choose one or the other. I think that for whatever story you're writing, it more like you said, it has to make sense. No, that that was the perfect answer because that was actually a trick question. That there's not one ending for <laughs> yeah. every freaking story. Right. And I feel like so many movies are like, we have two endings we can do. Yeah. That's well, it. We're, it's either happily ever after or, or everybody dies. <laughs> everybody dies. Like, uh, we don't know what else to do. We're we're out yeah. of ideas. But no, I, I completely agree with you that I'd I'd like to I'd like to see some new stuff come along that changes how people view movies like what Game of Thrones did. Like, I mean, we we can see a pinpoint in time when they started doing that stuff to then like all the time in movies, you're Mm -hmm. like the hero is dying or the main character. I mean, even when you you knew that kind of stuff was going to be happening because of their lifestyle and it would only make sense for them to, you know, like any of that kind of stuff. But it was like that, I feel like really changed movies forever. And I'd like to see that next thing come along. That's that really hits differently that you see an ending. You're like, that was weird. Like yeah. I hadn't seen something like that before. Yeah. Like I, I want that. I want so, that in my life. Unfortunately, you know, that was why that was long enough that we've actually had what I, again, I give so much hate to a 24 Mm-hmm. I think I maybe like one or two of their production movies, but the A twenty four kind of had their own. It's that their own like effect on movies, indie movies mm-hmm. and horror movies. That there's just there they started this again. It's a trend of it's the story is played out and almost like as a parody of itself, and then like mm-hmm. the things that they show you and put into the story are so abstract that like they don't actually fit with the story they're just abstract for the sake of being abstract like it's like that that interaction with somebody where you're like is this your real personality or are you just like are you are you act, do you actually act like this whenever nobody's around or is like this has to be a like this is a farce right like you're putting yeah. on a, you're putting on a on a mask and it feels like that too and it's so funny because the people that defend that kind of stuff is like you just don't understand you just you're it's too deep you just don't understand that kind of art no again just because it's written that way doesn't make it deep it 
doesn't make it good, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean because I wrote it and it's a it's a twist and it's weird and it's off the wall. It it doesn't mean that that's that's like that's not quality. That doesn't equal one does not equal the other. It can, right? You can write something that's off the wall and that's weird, and it can be good, but it doesn't equal good. Yeah, and when and when maybe it, it can for some people, and yeah. if it is for you. Right. Then you should stop watching us because it yeah. drives us yeah. freaking crazy. And that's fine too, right? Like everybody's <laughs> entitled to their own opinion, yeah. which is fine. Like you can like every one of A24's movie, and you can sit, you can sit there and go, you don't like it because it's too deep for you. You know what? That's fine. You're entitled to that opinion, and that you mm-hmm. that that very well could be. Maybe it's too deep for me. Yeah, but maybe it is. It's that same trend, right? And we see that played out into other studios now that it's just like oh, I'm gonna we're gonna make this it's gonna be crazy and off the wall and it's gonna be good because it's off the wall mm-hmm. I don't know anyways we were gonna I digress we were gonna tumble down the rabbit hole into TV shows um, but I think we'll save that for another time yeah yeah maybe what I would like is if you are watching and you have made it all the way to the end get it the ending see we we're talking about endings and now it's the end um not only would i like to say thank you thank you for sticking around and, mm-hmm. and listening um if you haven't there's a subscribe button if you're watching mm-hmm. there's a follow button if you're listening that's really the best you could do for us mm-hmm. leave a comment like and describe it <laughs> that's right <laughs> like and describe if you if you leave a comment you leave a a heart or a thumbs down, whatever. Up or down, it's still it's still feedback. But what I'd really like is I would like other people's opinions on endings. Do you prefer a resolution or the anti resolution? Do you like twists? I'd also I'd like or to do you know, like, like the definitive. Yeah, and to see some of other people's favorite movie endings. Cause like, I'm going through them all in my head going like, which are some of the best ones, which are some of the best. And like, it's so hard to think, you know, especially when we're doing the podcast to really like branch out and go, all right, let's go through the millions of movies that we've seen mm-hmm. and try thinking of like some of the best ones. And it's, yeah. So I, I want to see what someone thinks. Cause it'll probably pop out. I'll go, I had totally forgotten about that movie. That mm-hmm. was a freaking awesome ending. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I'd like to see some of that. Yeah. So. Post or comment or send us your favorite endings. What kind of endings you like? Um, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're watching this on YouTube or you listen to us on Spotify, uh, either way, thank you very much. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at hope you hate it pod. You with a letter U and not Y O U should be like all over the place links and things mm-hmm. on the screen but anyways from the hope you hate a podcast thanks for watching 